to the Mother Crushers podcast for today. We hope you're ready to listen because we got lots to say. If you've had a rough week, trust us we have too. Have no fear the weekend's near. Doesn't matter because you have kids. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all didn't know I was a country singer, did you? Oh, girl. That was nice. You should see how annoyed Corey looks right now. She's just, That's like my the, my favorite tune to hear. That's that old school country ball. I tell you what, you don't even know what you think. You know, people think they know country. I know country. Nope. <laughs> I got friends and... Like, oh, I mean, that one's okay. That one reminds me She's of, like, I like that one. They, they play it at the bar. Yeah. I like that one. <laughs> it reminds me of good times. That's so funny. So, um... One line of that was true. We have had a rough week. <laughs> I think both of us, usually, like, we're just sitting here really exhausted. Anybody else out there feeling a little exhausted? I bet y'all are, because I think most of y'all listen to us while you're on the way to work. I think that this winter is really taking a toll. <sighs> it's dragging. It's dragging. It has been so cold. It's The weather has been disgusting, and... I'm done. You need some. Vi- we need some vitamin D, mm-hmm. ladies. Quite we- literally for me, my doctor like, told me actually, I needed it. <laughs> she told me to get some some supplements. I bet you I'm in the negative percentile. I need to get mine checked too. <laughs> she should. <laughs> she told me to get it, and I haven't yet. But I I'm mean, just like suffering. <laughs> has anyone ever uh, used vitamin D deficiency as their defense for why they accidentally tried to murder someone? Because maybe. Any of those uh, documentaries you watch? Ever uh, been I haven't by? seen it yet, but <laughs> I'm going to be on one of those documentaries. Yeah. Corey watches here soon if if things don't get together in my body's hormonal activity. Oh gosh, I know. <laughs> it's like I keep, you know, I feel like I'm blaming it on almost starting my period, but like I've been saying that for you know four weeks. I, listen, I'm there. I'm there right now. Here's what happens. I feel myself being just on this really deep level of irritated mm-hmm. also i start to be i have noticed i'm impacted by sounds <laughs> i'm serious okay you're laughing what? we're gonna get blown up Explain. with messages of women who completely understand sound. okay <laughs> so okay we're all thinking about the toenail story i'm sure right now so the, there's that's one example but like okay <laughs> my husband came home from work early today and i was trying to write Mm-hmm. I have a second book due mid-May, and I'm trying to get it written. And so I'm sitting there, you know, I, I'm in my space. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. And my husband comes home early, and he asked me what I'm doing. I said, I'm writing. I'm trying to write. And he goes, oh, okay. Turns the TV on and gets a bag of chips. And every, it was like uh, every crunch, you were like dying a little inside. Uh, <laughs> I was like, on the one hand, I was dying a little. On the other hand, I was getting pumped up to punch him in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, but I've noticed it's a noise thing. Like I've noticed um, my dog, if she's chewing, she's if, she, if she's chewing on the baseboards and the corners of mm. all of our tables, it's likely to. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's the sound of it mm-hmm. really drives me insane. I just can't take sounds. My girls getting really loud and whining or screaming or oh my gosh the first thing they want to do when they get home is put on roller skates 
<laughs> and go to town in the dining area. We don't have a very big house. So it's like, and sometimes they're not doing anything wrong. They're just wanting to play. They've been mm-hmm. at school all day. And so it's like, it's me. So I have to take myself out of the equation. So I have to go downstairs and sit in my car by myself mm-hmm. or I have to leave and like go somewhere. I just, I found myself in need of silence yeah. a lot more lately than I ever have been. I just like, I need it. If I can't have it, I feel very anxious and like, I'm going to freak out. Yeah. You need, well, we all need an office one. We d- we do. We definitely do. Or you need to like go somewhere and write outside of your house, I think. Yeah, it's like a weird process. You kind of have to figure out what space, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. really good thoughts come to you. Mm-hmm. A lot of mine do happen in my car. So, I, I mean, I probably should just try to go sit in my car and do it. But yeah. I just, I, I had my stuff, I was set up, I was ready to go, you yeah. know, and it was like, oh, you ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's funny that you said, we have to remove ourselves and, and oh, we, we really need an office because I get messages and I got several this week um, from people saying, how do you do it? Like, I just want to know how you do it. I just, you know, and I, it makes me laugh because I think, why do you think that I'm doing it, first of all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then second of all, why do you think that you're not? Mm-hmm. Because you are. We're all doing it. We're doing whatever we got to do every day. To survive. To, to yeah. survive. I, know, I, I do get that question a lot with, like, clients when I'm taking their photos with their family and they might have, like, one kid or two. And I get that a lot. Like, I don't know how you do it with four. And, I'm, and I always say, well, you know, I'm medicated, so... <laughs> Well, I pop pills. I pop pills. I self medicate. Sometimes I meditate. Hope for the best. Oh my god! Blessed and depressed. Oh my god! We need a two minute laugh break for that one. Um, You know, but the the thing is, is I think when people say that too, though, and I've done this as well, when I've seen other people on social media and and you see the things they're accomplishing, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we get so focused on what we see them accomplishing, we forget just how much time in between those little victories has passed time full of you, you know, losing your mind, not being able to get off the couch, crying yourself to sleep, mm-hmm. uh, feeling just as stressed out and exhausted as everyone else is feeling, sitting in your car after you drop your kids off and, you know, feeling mortified and embarrassed because you were such a mess, but you had no choice that morning because yeah. <laughs> you overslept. This morning, I woke up at 7.20. Our <laughs> kids have to be at school at 8 o'clock and... Um, luckily we live like three minutes away from the school, but what's hilarious is that we live three minutes from the school and we are always there right at eight or eight Oh two. And today was one of those days where I woke up at seven 20 and freaked out because I was like, Oh crap. We got like 20 minutes to, it's not even the getting that they, they get dressed by by themselves at this point. It's the actual getting them out of bed to get started part. And then the rate at their movement part, you Mm -hmm. know? And having to, like, I have to stand over them to make sure that they don't daze out while they're brushing their teeth for, you know, 10 straight minutes. My daughter was supposed to be brushed. All she had to do was brush her hair and brush her teeth. That's it. 10 minutes went by. She hadn't done either. I was like, what did, like, what did you do in right. the last 10 minutes? How did you spend, did you just stare at yourself in the mirror for 10 yeah. minutes? Is that what happened? So then I realized at, like, 7.25, when I couldn't find their uniforms, that they were in the washer. Oh, no. And since they had been in the washer all night, they were somewhat kind of dry. <laughs> they smell 
a little off. It's yeah. not a little right. It was fine. It was totally fine. I threw, you know, I threw them in the dryer, put it on quick dry, and Presley, we got out the door. We, we left to get to go to school at 7.55 is when we left the house. But you made it. And they did. They, I mean, they were probably tardy, <laughs> but they. Did. I didn't have to check them in. Do I, your girls get upset about that? Like, does it stress them out? If they're, I think they get stressed if I'm stressed. Yeah. They don't. They could care less about having yeah. to get checked in. What they care about is whether or not I'm losing my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, on the way to how many? I mean, I can't tell you how many times, and I know you've done this too, where I have had to apologize. Oh, sure. Either before they got out of the car or if we're running late, too late, I'll have to, like, that's all I think about all day. Mm-hmm. All I think about is did I just send them into school having just crushed their little spirits? Right. Oh, I've been there so much. <laughs> you <time>. know. Yeah. <laughs> I've sent, yeah, I mean, I've my kids have went into school, one in particular, like, in tears before. And it was just because everything was going wrong and I was losing it. Yeah. And, it's a terrible feeling. It really is. And I think that's part of the, you know, humility and part of the learning process of being a parent is like you're going to be wrong sometimes and you'd show them that you apologize, show them that you know you were wrong, you know, and you just do what you can. I think it's important for them to think of you as a human being right. and not some like superhuman who's supposed to be perfect Mm -hmm. because if that's what you present to your kids and that's kind of what they grew up expecting of themselves yeah and i think like i make sure to tell my girls all the time that i'm i have a lot of room to grow and i always will and that i'm gonna make a lot of mistakes i tell the girls i'm gonna make mistakes with you i'm gonna make the wrong choice sometimes i'm gonna lose my attitude sometimes i'm gonna yell sometimes um if, if I have a fight with my husband, I'm mm-hmm. honest with them about it, you know? Yeah. And tell them, explain to them that grown-ups sometimes, you know, lose their temper or raise their voice when they shouldn't have. And just like they do, you know? Mm-hmm. Then, like, you have fights with your sister sometimes. We all have moments where we lose our temper. And I need to, I, I tell her, I need to do all of the things I tell you you yeah. need to do just as much as you do. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. I think it's good though that like to be an example of imperfection, but mm-hmm. wanting to be better. Right, exactly. Um, I have so I have one child who gets up early mm-hmm. on her own, cook or cooks. She doesn't cook. Let me guess. She is it the oldest? Yeah, it's the oldest. She fixes herself a lunch for the day. She's dressed, brushed her teeth, has her shoes on. She's ready to go usually by well before the time we even have to leave and then my other one who we have to get to school in the morning is the exact Mm -hmm. opposite and is what you described like slow everything takes her a million years and it's so aggravating and um my oldest benny she it does stress her out like immensely if we are not out the door at a certain time if we pull up i mean if we even have five minutes before the bell or i don't know if they do a bell anymore but you know before they're supposed to be in there she is kind of like breathing heavy in the car upset tearing up like it she takes it very seriously and she gets so mad at her sister and sometimes so mad at me because yeah, sometimes it has it's been like my fault. Totally out of her control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, she can't she do can't anything about control. it. Yeah, and like I can explain to her a million times, like we're not late, we're not late. You're gonna be fine. But she wants to be early, and I'm like, man, I'm sorry, I'm your mom. 
Yeah. I think that's kind of fun when you see your kids being opposite of you because mm-hmm. it's like, no, that's just, that's all you. That's girl. all you. That you is did you. not get that from that me. That is how you were made. <laughs> and I love that about her. She is ready to go on it. You don't have to tell her things more than once. You know, she just does it when it comes to this kind For of stuff. For a lot of people, that's their firstborn. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's, I, I've seen things where they compare firstborn, middle child, baby, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they just have this greater sense of responsibility. Most, maybe partly because um, if I need help with anything, then she's the one who's going to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. But she has a very motherly instinct too. So she kind of likes taking care of everyone feeling like the grown up and the next, the next grown up in the house. Cause it's me, then her, and then my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, um, you know, I can see Benny probably has, like, a whole, like, routine that she does when mm-hmm. she gets in there. And she probably just doesn't want to be rushed. Same reason why we freak out when they're going to be late. Because then it's, like, right. it's just stressful. Yes. You know? I totally get that. And then, you know, Jovi, she could care less. She'd mm-hmm. walk in there. She'd prance her happy butt Little to rebel. the office and be like, Babe, I'm here. Can I still get breakfast? <laughs> I'm so cool. <laughs> She's so funny. She's, they're just so incredibly opposite and they clash so much and it mine are too my oldest is uh she likes her alone time Mm -hmm. she is totally fine being by herself Mm -hmm. playing by herself she really really enjoys just being in her room alone doing her own thing Mm -hmm. she has a certain place she wants her things like she's got she's kind of organized like that which is not my thing mm-hmm. um, and so if her sisters go in there and they touch anything she really almost has a panic attack yes. she like freaks out she doesn't mm-hmm. want anything moved she doesn't want them touching anything um, and my middle one likes to be around people she wants she wants her sisters to play with her all mm-hmm. the time well except for her little sister <laughs> so I'm like how do you think she feels yeah but they're so opposite and I've had to explain to my middle one it's not that she doesn't you know want to play with you specifically is that she doesn't want to play with anybody right she gets that from her mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she needs silence yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so it's it's a struggle and we have three girls I mean I have three girls you have four girls mm-hmm. it's a lot of girls it's a lot of it's a lot of hormones a lot of emotions it's <laughs> so <laughs> much emotion I'm so, I'm so worried about the teen years because, you know, everybody always says that to me. Oh, just wait till they're teenagers. Oh, I'm like, dude, I thanks know. Thanks for like, that. I appreciate it. I've already been thinking about that for a while hey, now. if you weren't afraid of anything, if you hadn't checked your Facebook profile, it, let me give you something to worry about. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, speaking of that, I think this week has stressed me the heck out with, like, <laughs> posts on Facebook that have been shared over and over again of Mm. terrible news stories. Like, I love reading the news. I have a news page um, with a bunch of different um, news outlets that Mm -hmm. I skim through, pick what I want to read, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can't stand terrible tragedies and, and I just feel like they're just shared over. It's like all in my face constantly and it's exhausting. And some of it's really graphic. Yes. Like, super graphic. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's kind of like an assault to your eyes. Yes. <laughs> I don't read it. And actually, you know, her, Caroline and I were talking about this earlier. She told me I can um, click on these posts and say, like, don't show me these as often. Right. And I didn't know you could do that. So I'm going to do that now because I was just, like, overloaded with negativity 
And yeah, my timeline's pretty pretty nice. It's I see what I want to see. Yeah, that's okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> I figured out the tricks. Yeah, I, didn't I know think that. more. I mean, imagine that, people. Did you know? Did you know? You don't have to watch something you don't want to watch. <laughs> right? I mean, it's mind-blowing, this technology these days. You can actually just keep scrolling, or you can exit, or you can unfollow, or you can delete, block, and ban, yo. Or you can tap the three little dots and say, I don't want to see posts like this one. So, like, similar to that one will also pop up on your newsfeed. It's crazy. You sound a little bitter about this subject. <laughs> don't tell me more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know what frustrates. I think it's really frustrating when just people, for whatever reason, feel the need to let you know they don't like you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's just like I mean I don't care. You know what I mean? But it's like why do you need to do that? I mean, like in real life, you don't do that. You know, like if you were in a group of people and someone's telling a story and you don't think it's funny, you don't. Go, whoa, 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 whoa. Everybody, listen, I have something to say. She's not that funny. Your story's not that funny. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> Turn around and walk away. You don't do that. You, yeah. just, you just decide you're not going to be friends with them, and therefore you're not going to hear their stories anymore. No. I mean, I, I think about you a lot in that, um, with that. Like, I, I don't know what that's like, but I know that anybody that has a following on um, social media, there's always there's nothing you could do that would ever please everyone and you're going to get people that are super hateful comment on your looks comment on how funny you are how uh, serious you are or parenting yeah yeah it's honestly which means which is also another reason though why it is really courageous to put yourself put yourself out there and and speak what you feel Mm -hmm. and what you believe in and, and 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 also like if you think you have a gift if you like, it, I think there's so many people out there, if not all people out there, who know deep down that there is something they're gifted with, mm-hmm. and it can be so many different types of things. But there, that know that there is just this one thing that you've always kind of has crept up in your spirit, like, like with you wanting to do photography mm-hmm. or something that you just knew I'm pretty good at this, but then you have this initial self doubt that pops in there and says. No, that's, I mean, you're not good enough, though, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, you might as well just forget about that one and go back to your regular old schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everyone has something that they're really gifted with. And really, it really is just making the choice to believe that if that keeps popping back up into your spirit, there's a reason. It's mm-hmm. because it is something you were created with a talent for. It's something you're gifted with. And if you have the courage to believe that and sometimes even just don't believe it but take just a leap anyway it. yeah <laughs> and just trust that what what's the worst that can happen you know I, I asked the question on Instagram today asked women specifically what are some things that they're afraid of mm-hmm. and so many people said uh, just straight up failure mm-hmm. and then some I had a few people who said I'm afraid to put myself out there to believe in myself and then um, fail or to be told that I it's, it's not good enough or I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And here's the truth, and this is something we all know but probably don't think about often, is that you might not wake up tomorrow. You might not have a week left. You really don't know. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that fear is based on what other people think of mm-hmm. you in your life. People who have no actual um, relativity to you, mm-hmm. you know, and and 
it would be such a shame for you to die or leave this earth and take all that talent that never reached the surface with you. Mm -hmm. So why not try? There is really no reason not to at least try and hone in on that gift and also not to expect it to be everything that it's supposed to be at first, but to give it a chance to blossom and to see what you can do. I mean, there's, I mean, there's no telling what so many, if more people would do that, just, ah, if you have a gift, you got to share it. You got to share it with the world. It's hard. I mean, it's hard (laughs) and it's, it's hard to, um, promote yourself yeah you know basically it's hard to I feel like everybody's worried that you know they're all gonna laugh at you you know like they're all gonna laugh at they're you. all gonna laugh why do we always call Adam Sandler <laughs> <laughs> that's Carrie yeah uh so no they're not it, mama <laughs> well you know Adam Sandler. This, did you ever yes, listen to that? Yes, oh, but of Carrie. course. No, they're not, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go pray in the closet. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, so it's just scary. It's scary to think about people judging you, judging what you think you're good at, you know? Yeah. And it's scary to be unsuccessful. That's true. Like, I think we all have those fears, and it does just take taking that leap and just seeing and it's usually going to evolve it usually ends up being something that you didn't even think it was going to be you know or that you have no idea how much it can grow right what you can create if you're willing to fail over and over and over again and and i think that perspective of Mm -hmm. what success looks like and what failure actually looks like being able to change that change your perspective because if you can change your perspective then it'll help you to have the courage to begin taking baby steps and moving forward. And I also think you don't need to rely on anyone necessarily to like, I think people get caught up in thinking like, well, if I just had a following or if I just had this, I don't mm-hmm. have that. So I can't make it happen. And that's not true. I mean, cause nobody starts off with that. I didn't start off with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been putting content on my page for well over a year, you know, and, and not one single thing I put out there got, any reaction it didn't get comments views like nothing Mm -hmm. and then it just took that one time you know it just took that one time and the timing had to be right but I had to believe in it for over a year two years every single day I had to believe that it would happen and it really was just this moment okay we all know like for me it was when Ansley passed away Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like it removed that from me Mm -hmm. so and not everyone's going to have an experience like that but for me, it removed that for me because I was like, what the heck do I care? Like, right. why do I care? Mm-hmm. Because when when you're going through a tragedy or you're grief stricken or somebody's actually suffering, not like, oh, my God, Starbucks didn't have my drink today. Not mm-hmm. that kind of suffering, but like real, real, real suffering. It reminds you of how important your life is right. and how fragile it is mm-hmm. and how short it is. And then it's in those moments that you're kind of like, to heck with everyone else. Yeah, yeah. And I think for some people, that feeling fades over time. So you really have to make a decision to like put yourself in a position to be reminded over and over and over again that what you're doing is bigger than you. It's more important than just you. And it's not about, you know, what everyone else thinks. It's about you believing that you've been given something, you know, and that that something matters and that that something will make a difference if, if not for 
you know, a million people at least one. And I think it's important to say, like, it doesn't have to be like you're creating something, you know, like I, you know, like we put stuff, we put content on the internet. It doesn't have to be like that. It could be, you know, you know that you want to go back to school to do something else, you know? Um, yeah. Believe it, you know, it just takes you making that step. All right. I'm going to stop thinking about it and dwelling on it. I'm just going to do it, you know? Or, Gosh, I don't know. Uh, Whatever makes you happy. It can be so random. I mean, it could be like calligraphy. Do you know how many people are really talented with it? It's a really cool talent. But like figuring out what it is that for some reason you tend to just really excel at. And sometimes it's not even an action. Sometimes it's a personality trait. Mm -hmm. And then figuring out what can I do with this? You know, like some of the coolest people and the people that are the most helpful, like even like therapists or mm-hmm. have this ability to listen and just have this intuition to know what to say mm-hmm. to help you in the moment or whatever way it is that you need to be helped. Like those things, that that's a talent. It doesn't, I think it's also like, like changing that vision of what you think talent is. I grew up thinking if you were talented or you were going to make a difference in the world, then you had to be a doctor or like something like something like that that's like oh yeah i I do surgery on hearts and brains you know (laughs) i grew up thinking if you were talented you were a good singer you could dance or you're going to be in show business yeah like entertainment which i'll be honest i always kind of had a like this crazy desire for that but always said not a possibility it would never happen you're not talented enough but like it is. Nowadays, <laughs> talent is, I can open up this toy outside of this box, and I'm about to make millions on YouTube. But <laughs> It doesn't take much. And, you know, that is kind of the cool thing about what's happening in our world now. Like, there's so much negative, obviously, to social media and how it's grown, um, um, just technology in general. But we live in a world where we can connect to anyone at any time, mm-hmm. like, we can reach people that we never would have ever been able to reach. And you can do something silly like hang out with your family and open toys or, mm-hmm. you know, just do. My girls are obsessed with watching this family act like they have a creepy doll. It's just this doll they carry. <laughs> and they ju- it's like a real family and they just do <laughs> this skit. Like, <laughs> oh, the creepy doll's taking over Jordan. Like, <laughs> so weird my girls are obsessed with it so i mean you know possibilities are yeah then you got freaking here comes momo ruining everything whatever listen she's not ruining my youtube love hey uh, i was just looking for an excuse to get rid of youtube I mean, those those families are setting the bar way too high for playtime. I, I, I can't meet those standards. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go spend the night in a tree. Well, we and- generally <laughs> watch it on our big TV together. Yeah. So, like, I can kind of watch what's going on, you know. Yeah. And if something like that popped up, it would be okay. But um, there's always going to be that scare yeah. with everything. I mean, your kid's one day we'll probably have like Instagram or something like that and terrible. I mean, listen, parents like really chime in. I think what's sometimes hurtful when parents get on these rants in the comments of things like this too, is that um, they don't realize, but they're kind of start shaming parents Mm -hmm. when it's like, just because my kids do watch some like YouTube doesn't mean they don't ever play. Watch YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and And it's like, 
honestly, we watch it together a lot. We love yeah. watching it. We watched, I mean. Same as, like, for us, it was TGI Friday. Yes. You yes. know? <laughs> yeah, like, so, la- I think it was two days ago, my girls and I, for about an hour, seriously, watched people's reactions when they were on this slingshot ride, and they just got <laughs> shot up in the and air. And you laugh hysterically. We just laughed. It was it's so like America's funny. Face Home Videos, yes. except you get to pick... So that every single thing you yeah. watch is hilarious. Exactly. To you. <laughs> to me. It's customizable AFV is what yeah, it is. That's true. But, you know, like, I also understand, like, yeah, I do think kids need to be able to, like, get out offline. You oh, know, Get sure. off screens to be and managed. play. And, yeah, of course. Play games. Play cards. And, I mean, listen, for us, it's been 18 years of winter. So they, they haven't really been in the mood to go it's out. So you can't go out without, you know, freezing to death. So, yeah. um, I mean, when you go out, when you walk outside and you got two streams of fog going from your nostrils, it's cold outside. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I pretend like I'm vaping sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, now it's like kind of melting. So it's just like mud. super muddy it's just everywhere. Straight up mud. I, I had a lot of shoots scheduled for March and they have been, I've been having to like rearrange Dude, It would be so funny if they just rolled in the mud for the shoot. Anybody want to do that? That sounds like I kind of do. I'm not going to lie. A mud shoot would be I've really seen fun. it been done before. We could totally do that. You all wear like white shirts and just all white. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, listen here to, okay, moms, does anybody else have this draw to white clothing? Oh, I do. I love white shoes. I love white shirts. And I, I don't know why I think I'm going to get away with it. I Oh, I, I, I buy it and I'm like, I'm going to take, but it's, I'm going to take care of it. It's but not, I'm not going to, I'm going to be so careful. Like I'm not going to be within 10 feet of my children while I'm wearing this. Okay. True story. Like a couple of days ago, I put on a white long sleeve shirt that I love. It's one of my faves. It's a casual, it's like a t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And, um, I walk out of my bedroom door. I put it on, walk out of my bedroom door, and I hear a big, loud crash. <laughs> big, like, crash, bang, bang. And then little feet running and... <laughs> and Bodie, my little one, my four-year-old, is running to her bedroom, and she has her hand on the doorknob, and I'm going, what is wrong? What is wrong? What did you do? What did you do? She turns around, and she's, like, legit crying. You know, she cries about a lot of stuff. I can tell when it's a real cry, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now this is the I actually might have hurt myself cry. <laughs> so I pick her up, and I'm just, like, trying to pat her because I'm thinking maybe she knocked the breath out of herself or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because she was walking and somehow knocked the <laughs> breath out of herself like toddlers do. So I pick her up, and as soon as I pick her up, she goes, my nose is bleeding and right about that time it just starts gushing and i tried so hard to get my hand up around her face and then all of a sudden she goes (laughs) 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 and she sneezed and blood splatter went everywhere oh my gosh I'm in the bathroom with her, and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. And I'm sitting there trying to wipe all the blood off all over everything. It's just gushing. She banged her face on the floor. She has a oh, huge bruise on no. her forehead. Just I, don't, just, I don't even know how she did it. She's just running around, just, yeah. boom, boom, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And so my husband comes in there, and he's like, 
I looked at him and I was like, I just put this shirt on. And he looks at me and just starts dying laughing and walks away. And I'm like, I hate you. This is, it's, this is your fault. I don't know why, but it's your it's fault. fault. <laughs> I can't yell at her. I'm about to yell at you. I'm about to slam all the doors. Oh, man. So then we, but listen to this. We walk out. So we, he, he starts taking care of her. I'm like, I gotta go walk. I gotta do laundry now. It's an urgent situation. If I don't do it now, it's yeah. probably gonna stain. And all of a sudden, I look over. And so, like an idiot, we also have white cabinets everywhere. White baseboards, white door frame, white cabinets, which I love. But it just was a silly decision now that I look back. <laughs> and there, it looked like a freaking, like, crime scene in our hallway. I don't even know how, the, if anything, it shows you just how far a sneeze goes <laughs> and how careful you should be during flu season because this blood <laughs> reached like 20 feet across our house. I was oh like, my. how does it was everywhere. And then, of course, the dog's trying to lick it up. Oh, and I'm just God. like this. See, this is why I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't ever wear white, ever. <laughs> I have white shoes on as we speak. I, I love do not. I Most of my wardrobe is very dark and black. A little bit like true. my soul. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm beautiful. <laughs> Glowing soul. But um, yeah, I just like, that's what I like. And because I am klutzy and I spill coffee on me nearly every day mm-hmm. in the car. I'm always holding coffee as I'm driving and yeah. it never fails. It's all down the side of my door. It pisses my husband off so bad every time he sees my door he's like how can you not drink coffee like a normal human being <laughs> what why is are you doing <laughs> like i don't know do you take a sip and spit a little out every time <laughs> well, you've seen the potholes around this joint it's hard. it's hard they are you could like go swimming in the potholes it's serious <laughs> it is serious but yeah i have a big issue with stilling yeah i'm not graceful time. i just have myself fooled into thinking I can handle <laughs> you it. Can do it. And I can't. I can't handle mm. it. Hey, listen. I'll, hey, 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 hey. I did crush it this week. I will listen to what I did. Tell listen to what I did. I don't know what got into me. This is why I need help. This is why I need to go seek professional help, okay? Because I'm on this one random day for no reason at all. I was bouncing around my house everywhere, cleaning everything. Mm. I wiped down everything. I spent two hours in my bathroom. Nice. It took two hours because it was bad. Um, But I was on my hands and knees like Cinderella. uh, (laughs) Scrubbing everything. Wiping down everything. I mean, I'm talking like not just like surface level stuff. Like I went underneath where nobody's looked in eight years. Like there was eight years worth of crud under there. I... I took a uh, scrubber sponge that mm-hmm. I was supposed to use on dishes, but I don't. And I, I scrubbed, like, the creases. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. I was like, dang, I feel like I should get paid. Like, who am I? <laughs> I don't even know myself It was anymore. sparkling. I was sweating. Mm-hmm. I actually started sweating. I cleaned it so hard. It was spotless when I got done. And the next day... It looked like I had done nothing. It was... Okay, so I told you that to tell you this. This is why I hate cleaning, though. Because it feels... It takes so much effort to Mm -hmm. get it clean. And it feels so good for that moment. But then, because of how much effort I put into it, when even the smallest bit of mess touches that clean, Mm -hmm. that cleansiness, cleanliness, cleans, (laughs) cleans, that I just did, I freak out. Like, like I feel like I'm going to have panic attack because i'm like oh, just clean that oh crumbs 
the freaking crumbs. <laughs> like, you need to go outside and go to the bathroom. I just cleaned that toilet. I am not even kidding. I, I literally said that. I was like, oh, you got poop oil. You're going to have to go out in the woods. <laughs> because I even clean. I clean. I wipe down every inch of the toilet. Mm-hmm. I clean the inside of it. I clean underneath it. Uh, there was not a dog hair in that bathroom, which is a huge thing. So uh, that told you that. Tell you this. Today, I'm in my room. I'm trying to get all my taxes done, which it just puts me, just gives me so much joy. And I heard a dog whimpering and she never whimpers. And I could tell she is locked somewhere. And automatically, I know if she's locked in a room, she has destroyed something in mm-hmm. there because there's no telling how long she's been in there. So there is going to be uh, urination mm-hmm. and there's going to be a mess. Well, guess what room she was locked in? the bathroom the one room i spent two hours cleaning uh i go i open the door and the minute i open the door oh it the the wolf hit me in the face it was just the most disgusting smell ever and there was towel a towel on the floor she pooped in the towel it was smushed into the towel so i'm in the bathroom <laughs> gagging trying not to throw up trying to get the poop as much of it as i can off the towel <laughs> and into the toilet <laughs> she had been in there for who knows how long and she had chewed up garbage my oh, husband no. My husband had peed in the toilet. I know it was him because there was no toilet paper. Uh, and he, he I also, this is, I mean, look, if you're not married, if you don't know what your husband's pee smells like, you haven't been, you might not be actually Can married. Can I tell you something I'm distracted by right now? <laughs> I can't get over this. You said uh, the wolf, it just woofed out. Yeah. <laughs> it woofed like a poofer in my face. <laughs> Woofed out. Uh, no pun intended, but like, wasn't it like whiffed? Is it whiffed? whiffed. Woofed. It whiffed it out. Wafted. Wafted out. It wafted <laughs> out and face punched me in the forehead. All right, so proceed. Okay, Sorry, I so I know what my husband's pee smells like. I know that's weird, but like, I can tell. Kind of weird. I can tell if it's his or one of my kids. Mm-hmm. First indicator whether or not there's toilet paper. Because my kids, like, you know, no kit, no toilet paper for him, but like yeah. they eat a whole roll if it was one of them. So no toilet paper, but it's also very pungent. It's very pungent. <laughs> He's not drinking enough water. No, not at all. I mean, you know, he drinks like eight Dr. Peppers a day, so it's very pungent his <laughs> urine. And uh, like he, I'm sure, he's listen, so happy. About it. He he pees in, and like we have a half bath in my bedroom, mm-hmm. and he pees in there sometimes. Like if the girls are in the other one, and he doesn't flush, and I'll be on the floor rubbing my nose on every inch of carpet in my bedroom trying to figure out what smells like pee because oh. I'm convinced somebody's peed in my floor <laughs> and then I go in the bathroom and it wafts out <laughs> it wolfs out. and punches me in the face and it's like the most strong urine smell ever don't worry he's been checked apparently he's fine I don't know how and uh, <laughs> so but here's what the dog did she had drank oh god some of his pee and you know she's a labradoodle so she has like a, a beard like her, you know, her fur hangs down off her mm-hmm. face. So um, some of that urine had dripped off of her face all over the floor in the bathroom, all around the toilet and all over the floor. So I walk in and trying to deal with the poop. Then I start slipping around on my husband's urine on the bathroom floor. Oh. So now I've got urine on the bottom of my feet. And in the midst of all of this, all I can think is I just keep envisioning a picture of myself on my hands and knees scrubbing with my smiley face scrubber in the creases of every inch of that bathroom. And here I am in the middle swirling, sliding around on pee. 
<laughs> trying to clean up dog poop. I was like, I freaked out. So I ran out of the, I ran out of the bathroom. And I'm like, I've lost, y'all, I lost, I mean, I stepped out of my body. This was another moment. I, <laughs> I ran to the living room. I was like, who let that dog out? Who locked that dog in the bathroom? Who? 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 <laughs> <laughs> who did Nailed this? It. <laughs> who did this? Who was the reason why I have fecal matter on the bottom of my feet? <laughs> my husband's asleep on the couch where he likes to be a lot of the time and where I like to stare at him and contemplate his untimely <laughs> <death>. <laughs> <laughs> he goes missing. They're coming after you. He's I came done. Run, I came running across the living room. I gave him a little. I was going to be aggressive, and then I realized I don't need to be that aggressive. So I just I went to go shove his shoulder, and then I just did a little flick. You know, <laughs> just a little flick him, a little flick on the shoulder. It was like, hey, hey, flick, flick, hey. Did you use the bathroom? I don't know why I asked you that because I know you did because I can smell it. I can smell it. I know it's your pee. You can smell it. I know it's your brand. I know your brand. I know what it smells like. I smell it all the time. It's disgusting. You need to eat drink water. But that's beside the point because I know you peed in there. And when did the dog get in there? Did you leave the dog in there? He's like, whoa. You know, he's not coherent. When when anybody wakes him up, he's not coherent. He doesn't make sense. He doesn't understand what I'm talking about. I know he doesn't understand what I'm talking about. I just need to get off my chest. I need to stay on my chest. So, <laughs> so, so he's like, I don't when, I wouldn't, why would I do that? I was like, I don't know, maybe because you're so sloopy that you couldn't function. So you shut the door and the dog got in there and listen to what just happened. And as I'm trying to walk closer to the couch, I slide in another huge puddle of dog pee. I am not making this up. All oh. of this happened over the course of like six minutes. <laughs> and I was like, when that happened, it was like, <gasps> you thought I was done a minute ago. It's like, I pictured the cartoons, like the old school cartoons when they'd run through the wall and you just see like their body outline. <laughs> you were about to go there. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. Or like those people that murder their husbands and there's a body outline on the floor. <laughs> or that. I freaked out. I was like, I oh, can't believe this. <laughs> I go and I'm like, okay, you're not sleeping anymore. So now I'm just like, I'm so mad that I'm just like, I don't care what happens as long as you don't get to go back to sleep. So I flipped the light on in the living room, made sure that it was on because you can't sleep when the lights are on. So I flipped the light on, but it was like, you know, I got to be able to see the puddle of pee while I'm cleaning it is why I had to turn the light on, mm-hmm. but also because I don't want you to go back to sleep. <laughs> and then I'd like, you know, stomp into the kitchen, you know, really yeah. aggressively like that. And then, and then it was a, I'm going to open up the cabinet that doesn't have the bottle I need in it, get the bottle I need, and then slam that cabinet just so I can slam it. And then, you know, open the microwave on the way out and slam it too. <laughs> and then go spray everything down with urine destroyer because we go through a lot of it. <laughs> spray everything down and put the poopy towels in the washing machine and then stress out because I don't know if any of that poop juice stays in the washer and is going to get on any of the clothes that I wash the next load. You know, these are the things... This is why I need a break. This yeah. is why I have to go sit in my car you need to and have treat silence. yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. Um, so my mother crushing moment turned into my mother freaking out moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long story that. short, we've had a, we've had a rough couple weeks with like bodily fluids. Uh, girl, your house 
is hopefully clear well, <laughs> now. Where's it's going to get? But, no, yeah, yeah. We've been fine. We've been fine. I'll, listen, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. No poop is like, okay. No poop is not gross. But I will take baby poop over dog poop. And I can't even think about dog poop without feeling like I'm going to dry heave. It's just the most disgusting thing on the planet. I don't know why. It's more. It also could be because of that bean boozled challenge that I did. And Mm -hmm. I ate the dog food bean. And that dog food bean tasted like dog poop smells. (laughs) (laughs) That might be it as well. (laughs) Oh, sorry that happened. Sounds awful. Yeah, it was a fun story, though. It was a good, good material. You know, it's like, I don't enjoy these moments, but I really really enjoy telling the story <laughs> i just can't i can see you slipping on that second pile of pee <laughs> pile girl of pee. i slid through that like i was on a skating rink like just <laughs> i was so mad i was like how do you even pee that much like uh, so it was literally this is what i'm thinking in my head though like i have two different kinds of pee on the bottom of my foot right now that is my life but this is like i was thinking in my head like why does my husband not ever have this situation happening? Why does he not ever have do- two different types of urine on the bottom of his <laughs> bo- bare feet? <laughs> That's a good question. Excuse me. Excuse me. I have a question for you. Why is it that women are the only ones with urine on their feet? <laughs> Explain that. It's like I'm walking barefoot through the streets of London or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they used to dump their... Yeah. Then they used to... Wasn't I that, mean, I don't, I don't know. It's not really good. Not <laughs> sounded like you knew what you're talking about i went with it. y'all watch some movies where they dub the pails of pee on the street and that's how they roll oh okay 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 i just watched that movie uh favorite which i kind of regret i was like oh this gives me all kinds of bad feelings it was just oh, it was a little too much but <gasps> they did that she walked into the castle covered in poo <laughs> <laughs> so that's where i got that we are way off track we did i don't even know i don't even remember i don't even before. remember what we we're talking about what i do know is that i know y'all just laughed <laughs> Is that's a good thing? That's the whole point of what we do in here, is it not? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Listen, we actually, um, we had a really big response since our last episode. Uh, we, did you know this, Corey? Yes, I'm reading them. Well, they were really sweet, and we are so appreciative. Um, I was actually blown away at all the nice things that y'all were saying, and it means a lot. And I know that, like, there's a lot of y'all who are just as stressed. We, I want y'all to know <clears throat> when people say, like, how do you do it? I want you to know, like, we're not doing it. We are making it. <laughs> exactly. It's a really great way to put it. Like, all of you. We are just making it. You do what you have to do, mm-hmm. right? And I think, like, in our case, it's a, for me, if, if something creeps up into my heart, like, okay, I want to... I would like to put my silly stuff out there, my mm-hmm. silly side of my person. I'd like to put that on a video and put it out there. It was a decision like, okay, I thought it, I'm going to do it mm-hmm. and just see what happens. And then it's, you know, if someone presents me with an opportunity to write a book that I said I want, I wanted to do that my entire life, I felt deep down in my heart that I was a writer since I was a child, but I always pushed it down. And then someone comes up to me with an opportunity to do that, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes and see what happens. You're a yes man. I mean, yeah, I turn it, yes. Yes woman. Turn it into a yes woman. International Woman's Day. Yeah, and then with like, with Corey, it was uh, having the, like, I really want to do this business, on the, I want to do this photography business, and it was, I'm going to leave this comfortable insurance full-time job that I have, mm-hmm. like so many people have, and I'm going to pursue that. And look, 
for some of you, it's going to, it's, it's going to be pursuing gifts outside of that full-time job that you need to have, right? That you can't really walk away from. Something that like feeds your soul. And, and I want to always, I always like to tell people when we're talking about like, how did you just leave your job? Well, um, I just did it. One, I knew my end goal was I wanted, I wanted to do it. I wanted to create, I wanted to be successful at it and I wanted to be with my kids more. Um, but I was not that great in the beginning, to be honest. Like nobody is. Nobody. And I thought I was pretty good at the time, but like looking back uh, to you know my standards now, I'm like, whoa, I've grown a lot, you know. And yeah. so like that's the cool thing about anything you're doing. You're always going to grow. Um, it it might not be exactly what you thought it was going to be. Sometimes you might um, go backwards a little bit, you know. It definitely happens. Yeah, I think a, mix, a big misconception people have about their gifts is that um, if it's truly your gift, then you're just going to like crush it mm-hmm. from the get-go, which is kind of like how my kid is when she's playing sports. She expects herself to be able to just... Do, she expects herself to be able to serve a volleyball the first time she tries as good as eighth grade girls, where mm-hmm. it's like, no, honey, like you might be talented. You're going to have to work. And I also think like the definition of success, it doesn't have to be driven by... A desire for more money like everyone wants to have be wealthier but like I used to push so hard to have within my head to get to a place where I was making x amount of money and when money was like my driving force it left me working overtime but also feeling miserable mm-hmm. and when it became more about uh what purpose am I serving to other people and that being what I considered success was if I am able to use something about my personality or, or my talents mm-hmm. to bring other people joy or help other people in life in whatever way. And for you, it's like you provide, you capture a moment, you mm-hmm. know, for people that they will have forever. And that's a, that's a purpose. You know, that's a really amazing calling to have. When it becomes about being as good as you can be at that thing, the money will come, you know, yeah. and you'll have peace and joy and it'll fill your soul and you know some people have to do that but sometimes I like I get hung up on this because sometimes it like for me for a while it was kind of crushing me because no boundaries I had no boundaries right like I I took on way too much and I thought I was miserable for a while because I was like what did I do I it just escalated so fast I was so stressed and I thought, I'm not getting more time with my kids now because I am always gone. And you'd think, like, that's a good problem to have, to be super busy with your photography business. But I had to learn, like, I had to learn to love what I was doing again. And that took definitely saying no and um, reevaluating what me doing photography looked like, you yeah. know, for people. And um, so, like, I think... People always say, you know, if you're doing what you love, you never work a day in your life. And, like, it's not always as beautiful and butterfly roses as that. It's just like anything. Serving your calling is going to have just as many. uh, Someone, I forget where I read this. It's the crap sandwiches that you have to eat Mm -hmm. in order to get what you want. And Mm -hmm. no matter what your calling is or your purpose is or what you're passionate about, there is going to be some aspect of work behind it that isn't going to be necessarily enjoyable. That's going to be stressful. But you, it's like, are you willing? 
is it really something you're willing to do those things? Because listen, you can work at a job that you hate and that's stressful and you hate it, right? Mm-hmm. You Or you can work out your purpose and serve your calling and have aspects of it that are stressful and that aren't fun and that you don't necessarily want to do. But the, but the reward is that you're serving your calling and your purpose. And once that comes together, it's all worth it. Writing a book is the most stressful thing I've ever done in my entire life. Mm-hmm. It, it dang near put me into a depression. <laughs> <laughs> but... The fruit of that labor mm-hmm. was worth every ounce of stress, you know, sure. and, I, and I'm, I'm going to do it all over again, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like that's it's what makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't if I didn't make a dime doing it, I would be leaving a huge piece of me behind if I was to go tomorrow. And that's really what's most important. And I think once you grasp that concept, you'll have a little bit more courage to seek out action steps to work towards whatever it is that you feel is laid on your heart that you've been maybe avoiding some people have asked me like how do you know if something's your purpose and I think it's because if whatever it is that keeps coming back scampering through your brain mm-hmm. you know whatever Something that, that one thing you. is mm-hmm. yeah it evokes emotion you keep thinking about it or like if you imagine yourself doing something you love it's the thing that always pops in your head if it keeps coming back to you over and over and over there's a reason, you know, like if you keep thinking to yourself, I think I would like to be a writer. And you keep thinking that over and over randomly, like a week goes by and all of a sudden, boom, pops in your head. I sure wish I could write. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you're thinking about. But um, uh, we're going to take just a quick second to remind y'all of something really quick. As y'all know, we are partnered with FabFitFun, and we want to take a minute to tell you some of our favorite things about the spring box. So listen, I actually got some Australian sunglasses, and if y'all follow me, you know that these glasses pretty much made me feel like a superstar. I wore them in my basement no sunlight (laughs) because I just love them so much. So we got some sunglasses. Corey, I know you love the hair or the overnight mask. Oh my gosh. I love the overnight mask they gave it. It, Moist, it's such a great moisturizer. Moisturizer? Moisturizer? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Worcestershire. <laughs> That's a hard word to say. But yes, um, it makes sense. And I have to say, you look like a baby. You don't oh, look a day older thanks. five. Thanks. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love that. And I also actually really love the backpack. I've converted you it. You used to it my today purse. at volleyball practice. Yeah, I've been used using it. it. I've yeah. switched just my purse now, and it's convenient. And you can fit, I fit diapers, wipes. My big old wallet. Um, Vagina deodorizing spray. I mean, <laughs> you can fit it serves it all. its purpose. So that's three things right off the bat out of this particular box that we absolutely love. And the sunglasses alone were worth $55. So this box is worth over $200. You usually get at least three or four things that you're going to absolutely love. You can customize it. You can pick between certain things. Mm-hmm. And if you use our code MOTHER, you're going to get $10 off of your first box. It is a subscriptional subscriptional what's wrong it's a subscriptional box it's a seasonal (laughs) subscription i just came up with a new word is what that is you're gonna be hearing that from now on from all kinds of people this is a subscription this is my subscriptional box it comes every (laughs) it's also it's seasonal it's not something you get every single month um after your first order it is 49.99 but with our code mother it is going to be 39.99 so if you would like to try that go to fabfitfun.com and use the code mother and let us know if you get your box and back to your regular, 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 regularly. <laughs> we can't talk today. <laughs> I 
think we need to go to bed. So uh, I think here's your shine. Here's your shine. Um, uh, we yeah. didn't really know where this was going to go today. Uh, I think we said a lot of good things. Hey, I agree. Um, Bias is because I think we're great. <laughs> Anyway, we think you're great, and we love y'all so much. And thank you for continuing to support the podcast and listening every week and letting us know what you think. And hey, 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 newsflash, we are at like 300 and what, 40 reviews, Mm -hmm. ratings on iTunes. Keep those coming. We had a year goal this year to get to 500, and I feel like we're going to probably do that. It's pretty awesome. Half half the way through the year. We've said it before, but honestly... We do read every single review, uh, and from the bottom of our heart, we are so thankful for you. It it melts me every time. I can't even believe it. I can't even believe you guys say such nice things, and it just, like, I'm like about Corey's, to cry. I mean, y'all send Corey, like, you know, t-shirt. Oh, I've got, like, like, four people sending me a t-shirt that said, like, tacos. <laughs> no. Well, that was you. That was uh, me. That said, like... God made me a redhead because he knew I needed a warning sign. <laughs> it's true. A warning, a it's warning true. label. That's a hundred percent. And I love it. I love it that you know that about me. <laughs> yeah. It is really nice. You know, it gives me literal tears down my actual cheeks when I read it. And I just love it so much. And and if y'all will, please continue doing that. If you can find the time, just go to iTunes, Google it, whatever. And, uh, you know, make sure you check out my book, oddly enough. Make sure you check out Corey's uh, baby boutique, Rue Babe. It's all in the uh, description of this podcast. Baby and toddler. Yeah. Oh, okay. And accessories. And accessories. Okay. And she's selling it at cost or less. She's paying you. I basically am. Just trying to get rid of it. it. So we love y'all and we will... I always say see you in our dreams. That's weird. We will talk to y'all next week. (laughs) Okay, bye. 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 (laughs)